Hey, it's Allie Adams and Whitney Emmer. <laughs> and it's the Hopcast. Hello. For all your information on pop culture and everything else in between. And everything in between, just in case anyone wanted to know why we're laughing, it's because I thought we were recording a second ago and we really weren't. And false start. So, yeah. Hi, everyone. She tried to psych me out and it just was rude, but. We're okay. (laughs) This is what happens when I'm behind the controls. (laughs) Everyone should be worried. It's at least better than me trying to do it. (laughs) I don't know about that. You may be able to do a better job than what I could do. (laughs) So we decided to get together and start this podcast where we talk about all different kinds of things. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm on Light Rock 97.5 weekdays from 10 until 3. And I am the marketing manager for News Gazette Media. And since Allie and I's desk is about four feet away from each other, and we talk about everything, pop culture, TV, makeup tips, everything, we said, hey, we should probably record this. So, and they gave us a microphone. So, God bless you, all two of you who are listening. (laughs) (laughs) The fools. They gave us this kind of power. Right. But we're excited because all day long, pretty much, we do talk about everything pop culture. And basically, it's something that annoys everyone who has desks around us. Mm -hmm. So we figured we'd annoy everyone else also. We decided to make a platform for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're so excited to talk to you where we are going to get together and talk about basically the things that we talk about at our desks throughout the workday. And I'm sure the things that you talk about also with your friends and your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff to talk about. Yes. Number one, it's been two weeks now and mm-hmm. everyone is still talking about Baychella. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the thing is with Baychella <laughs> is she's the only person in the entire world that put that out there herself i mean she coined the phrase baychella and everybody was like okay that sounds about right nobody else in the world like if i started walking into the office saying this is witchella every day no everybody would be like you're out of your mind go sit down beyonce can do that though exactly that's the thing she has this power that is so different than everybody else's power, and I don't understand it, and I'm also super envious of it. I know. I want to get to Beyonce level of power. Yes, I would like Ali Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Beyonce played at Coachella. Coachella's kind of different. It's basically the same lineup two weekends in a row. So she played this past weekend, and she also played the previous weekend, and for basically two weeks now, that's all that people can talk about and rightfully so it was it was an amazing performance yeah so let's start let's break down the actual performance itself i mean the girl was on stage for like two hours or like an hour and 45 minutes killing it it was amazing and it was she did not hold back she had a drum line she had a full like marching band basically she had uh she had step dancers she had i mean she had everything And it was amazing, but I got to say this about Beyonce, and you and I have talked about this. She had this uplifting, really happy beginning, Mm -hmm. and then right in the middle, she went real dark, and she's like, 
in black and she's talking about how she's Mrs. Carter and nobody messes with her and all this stuff. And it was like, whoa, Beyonce, why are you so angry, girl? You got a like gajillion dollars. It's it's all going to be okay. But I guess it's kind of like, you know, it's very, you know, reflective, I guess, of basically life. It's reflective of you go through ups and downs, you go through different seasons and, you know, she came out and she started with, you know, kind of what you think she would do. She started, I believe, with Crazy in Love. Yeah. And then so, you know, there were there were definitely a combination of, you know, hits and deep cuts. And it, it did go to all the different places. It went from the super, you know, uplifting, crazy in love, fun. And then it did go to the very dark, you know, sorry, not sorry, lemonade phase. FYI, Jay-Z cheated on me. Let me put it in a whole album. I mean, yeah. there were there was a part... While watching that, where they the camera did a close-up of her face, and she's just got this scowl on. Like, she's so angry. And then, like, five minutes later, Jay-Z's on stage with her. And I'm like, <laughs> weren't you just angry at him? I mean, Lemonade was very angry. That's true. I mean, there's isn't one of the videos she just walk around with a baseball bat, just, like, breaking stuff? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, let's not lie, that's every woman's fantasy to be able to do that and not get in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That I absolutely love that album. And we were talking earlier about how I think that Beyonce's performance, <laughs> any woman who has ever been wronged, like, that was what they wish they could do. Right. Go stand in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people and and say those things and do those things. Right. And she, I mean, she did it for obviously valid reasons. However, I mean, I also am on the level of I want to swing about around when I have a hangnail. <laughs> I know. You just got to catch me on whatever emotional swing I'm on. But, uh-huh. I mean, give her props for actually doing it in a video. And pulling it off i don't think i'd be able to pull it off oh as gosh. gracefully as she did but also when that whole cheating scandal came out and you know there wasn't any confirmation or denial of it and then all of a sudden lemonade came out and she did that album where it was like oh yeah. so i guess we're confirming but nobody asked her any questions because she might swing a baseball bat at you. <laughs> I think she kind of took that in one foul swoop on how she was going to handle the whole situation. And I think that when you're in the public eye and you go through things in your personal life that everyone else also goes through, it's almost like you have two choices. You know, do you just kind of wallow in it and let it bring you down and completely change possibly the course of your life and your career? Or obviously, do you do you do what Beyonce chose to do and go into the studio and work it out. Yeah, no kidding. Which is obviously what she did. But, and when you're watching Baychella, which it even like kind of disgusts me to call it Baychella. <laughs> and when I say disgust, it's because I am annoyed that it's caught on and it's a thing. Like it's hashtag, it went viral and everything. Also, I mean, it's it's Beachella. It's just let's just call a spade a spade. It it was. I think at, after watching the you know entire performance, it's more than deserved to call Beachella. Yeah, but I mean, she had so her her musical guest that she had on there with her. Yeah. I mean, she had Jay Z come out of nowhere. Yeah. And I feel like she kind of rationed him and was like, "You get three minutes, go, and that's it, and that's it, and then you walk." <laughs> Off stage, we're do- yep, we're done where you belong. <laughs> Back and to the wings with you. Yeah, exactly. Because and then uh, because it felt like 
you know, he came out and they're happy, they're in love, they're dancing together and they're singing and he's twirling her around and oh, and then like five seconds later, she's like, my name's Mrs. Carter. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And then, then after that, she has, I mean, that was, this was the, I mean, I think even probably bigger than Jay-Z, mm-hmm. the big, oh my gosh, she did it, was having Destiny's Child. Yes. Which was amazing. My, like, 13-year-old heart, like, you know, skipped a beat. I loved it. Yes. But at the same time, it, it was kind of hard to watch a little bit just because you're like, Ugh, it's Beyonce. And yeah. then her background singers and then, is what it kind of felt like. And then Destiny's Child, which we all yeah. still love the songs. Oh, for sure. Of of course, we still, and we get excited. We got excited back when she did Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. and there was the reunion or mini reunion, I guess you could call right. it. I think it's it speaks to her and how, you know, these are two people, I, I at least my understanding is from at least in the press, is that these are, you know, two basically two of her best friends. That they're all still close. They were in her wedding. She's still not forgetting where she came from or forgetting, you know, Michelle Williams or Kelly Rowland. Right. Well, and I, the thing that I was disappointed about with that, though, is throughout, and if you didn't watch it, it's online. You can check it out anywhere. You just search for it, or you can even see clips of it online. But yeah. um, all throughout her show, she refers to the step dancers as the bugaboos. Mm-hmm. And they all say, they even refer to themselves. They'll say, like, I'm Bugaboo John, or I'm mm-hmm. whatever. It's just, it's a common theme throughout it. So the entire time you're like, okay, it's happening. They're going to sing Bugaboo. It's going to happen. I'm so excited. (sighs) And they didn't do it. (laughs) And then they were like, thank you. We love you. Good night. And they hugged and they walked off. And I was like, get back here and sing Bugaboo. (laughs) I love that song. Get back here. But, you know, I think that when you do a festival like that, and obviously this wasn't like, you know, a a three-hour Beyonce concert. She had very limited time. (laughs) Yes, she had that hour and 45 minute limited time when you th- but when you think of but yeah, when you think of Beyonce though and all the songs that she could have sang that she didn't okay I'll give you that I mean because she did she played the hits she did crazy in love she did sorry she also did you know some destiny's child she even did some baby boy obviously yeah Sean Paul wasn't there but she did some baby boy which brought me back to western Illinois in you know 2003 thinking I was the hottest thing ever <laughs> But that's what Beyonce does for women. Right, she does. (laughs) But I think, you know, how do you say, okay, I have this catalog of music and I only have an hour and 45 minutes. She also makes me want to throw my pager out the window (laughs) to MCI to get my phone calls. Because bugaboo. I'm just saying. Don't mess with me. I'm sure every fan, though, had songs that they wished that she would have performed. That that happens at those festivals or just concerts in general every single time. And she had, I was really impressed when she had um, Lay Twins on there, mm-hmm. which I told you a little bit about. But Lay Twins are these two French um, dancers, and they got their start by being like street performers, and then somebody... Um, I think had them in a music video or something like that, or started like filming them and got on YouTube. They got millions of hits, and then they ended up being on World of Dance with Jennifer Lopez, and they won. So they were in the show, and they are incredibly talented. So it was fun to watch them be a part of it when they're not really associated with her. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the people that were in her show 
were, I mean, her husband, yeah. her two best friends. And then she had Solange out there. Yeah, her sister, her sister came out both weekends. Solange came out. I think she actually sang something with Beyonce this past weekend. Okay, see that I would have liked to have seen. When she went out there for the show that I saw. And they just kind of dance battled. They just dance battled and then she like waved and walked away. And yeah. I was like, what was that? So I'm obviously the critical one of this dynamic duo. <laughs> Allie's the nice one. Well, it's just, you know, after going to so many different concerts and even going to Lollapalooza, you only have X amount of time. And when you think about it, Beyonce, what, her debut album had to have come out, what, probably 2001, 2002? So, I mean, there's, there, her you may not think about solo it. solo album? Yeah. And so there's actually quite a catalog of, of music there. And that's not even counting some of the stuff that she's done with Jay-Z. I was bummed they didn't do Bonnie and Clyde. That was, um, I wish they would have done that one. But again, every, everyone has. It's no bugaboo. Just, you get over it. Sorry, I love that song. And you can't set me up for that the entire show. And then, wah, wah. You can't that do is, that to me. That is very true. Or maybe just calling them the bugaboos was supposed to be a nod to that. Maybe. It wasn't a nod enough. I needed a full head tilt for that. So, I really wanted I some bills, bills, bills. That would have been a good one any destiny's child would have been amazing oh yeah yeah uh for those of you who don't know i mean Allie is more of the festival goer she's got more experience with that i'm more of a i want to go to a concert hear the songs i want to hear and then go <laughs> and i don't have a lot of experience with coachella obviously i've never been but the whole festival scene really surprised me that beyonce would be a part of it because that doesn't seem i i thought festivals were kind of more so of like edm music or um maybe alt rock things of that nature so i was really surprised when she announced that she was going to be a part of coachella but i don't really know what the lineup is like for coachella on a regular basis see and i think like the 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 big three in my mind are coachella Lollapalooza, and bonnaroo bonnaroo happens i believe in tennessee yeah um so you kind of have each region sort of covered across the country for music festivals there are certain festivals like um Electric Forest, that happens, I believe, in Michigan. That's more EDM. You have, um, well, what used to be Warp Tour. That was kind of more the alt-rock. Oh, yeah. That Sadly, that one has ended. Did it really? I didn't I know Warp yeah, Tour ended. Last summer was the last summer for Warp Tour. With the big three, like Coachella, Lollapalooza, and Bonnaroo, it's very, I think, across the board. You have all different kinds of artists. Mm. Just this coming year, I was looking this up. Lollapalooza is everyone from Bruno Mars, The Weeknd, Jack White. So you have obviously more, you know, the mainstream big acts that are going to draw a lot of people. But you also have like Vampire Weekend, St. Vincent, Bournes, Bonnaroo this year. Is uh, Headliners are Eminem, The Killers, Sheryl Crow. What? I, yeah. But you also, Eminem and The Killers. Yep. But then you also have um, Bon Iver, Alt-J, Cascade. What they do now, I think, is they try to kind of appeal to everyone. Because I think if you were just straight up EDM, you're not going to draw a huge, massive crowd. If you were just, you know, an alternative festival, you're not going to draw just the huge crowd that, like the old school Lollapalooza when it was a touring festival used to do. Okay. I kind of thought festivals were kind of just specific genres but it sounds like they're branching out more to appeal to the masses yeah. versus a subset 
of yeah. people. Because you've had, in, at the past, for Lollapalooza, you've had people like Lady Gaga or Lord perform. And even looking up the history of uh, Coachella, you've had um, Madonna perform, Oasis perform at Coachella. So it's, I think, you know, you just want to basically bring in as many people as you possibly can to these festivals. But at the same time, and I don't know if I am the Lone Ranger speaking on this, because obviously I don't have a festival background. I don't have my PhD in festivals like Allie does. But, I don't either. Um, I, I mean, I feel like I'd never even heard of Coachella until probably within the past five years or so. Mm-hmm. And it's because all these celebrities are going and it's like everybody dresses up like it's Woodstock and goes out to the desert and listens to music. Whereas I've heard of Lollapalooza. I've heard of Bonnaroo. I've heard of that stuff because they've been established brands i guess for mm-hmm. so long and maybe it's kind of a west coast versus midwest versus southern versus eastern type of thing i think i don't know i think the thing that sets coachella apart from uh festivals like a Lollapalooza is it's it is very la yeah and it's you know Lollapalooza. you could have celebrities and people there and you're not going to know until maybe the next day or that night it's it's very, I think, Midwest. People just don't care. But Coachella is kind of the opposite where people go to be seen. Right. And that's something that actually I think um, they, it's not that they've struggled with it because obviously Coachella doesn't care. They, again, just want to sell tickets. But there are bands that will not play Coachella because they, it's it's not their scene. They don't, they don't feel that people go there to actually hear music they feel that not about the music it's about the popularity contest it's a fashion show and people just want to you know post pictures on the gram and that's it pictures on the gram Allie you're so cool not really you're just the coolest (laughs) (laughs) with her with her hip slang they just want to put it on the gram (laughs) yes I am the coolest because I'm the person that you know sits with my big water bottle at Lollapalooza judging all these girls and these tiny little purses that they carry like where where's your Advil where's your emergency pair of socks (laughs) and I have like my mom purse well you're Mary Poppins for them you're gonna be their nanny where where's your emergency safety pins if you know if your shirt rips or if your shoe breaks come on people yeah I think that they're they have very little concern for that well I didn't also when I was 18 19 exactly (laughs) that's just being older and still going to these festivals and I guess being kind of judgy oh Allie (laughs) but still I mean it's I think the bottom line is they are attempting to sell as many tickets as they can, reach as broad of an audience as they can. And I think for a lot of artists, whether it is, you know, an indie artist or whether it's, a you know, a big deal like a Bruno Mars, so many bands now make money by doing concerts and by touring, not necessarily selling music. Right. So doing stuff like this is it's it's a huge deal to them. And it's easier to just kind of, I guess you could say, do the festival circuit because you do have quite a few people. Like this past year, Eminem played at both Coachella and he'll be at Bonnaroo. Like you have a lot of people that just do that because you could probably make just as much money doing four or five festival shows than doing a huge tour. That makes sense. I think that Coachella is very, very different though. And I think that what changed it was social media. Because oh, I think for sure it, you know, obviously I for years had heard of 
Bonnaroo and obviously Lollapalooza. But Coachella was one that really, I guess, I didn't know that much about until a couple years ago. It's probably because of Instagram and Twitter. And you'll see, I, I guarantee it, either like Us Weekly, People Magazine, one of those, you will see a section that is a what they wore to Coachella. Yeah. You are never in a million years going to see that for Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza. That's yeah. just not happening. But Coachella is such a fashion statement, social media. Yeah. I mean, fame hungry who like I want to see a celebrity atmosphere. Yeah. That that's where it's all kind of centered around. And I think too, you know, you see that for Lollapalooza or Bonnaroo, but it's just, it's like us. It's just your average everyday people. It isn't, you know, what did celebrities wear? You're going right. to see for Coachella, like, what did Vanessa Hutchins wear? What did this person from this Bravo reality TV show wear? It's, you know, I think that is definitely something that does separate Coachella from the other festivals. Yeah, but you're definitely right. And now it has forever and will be dubbed Baychella. Yeah, that's kind of hard to top that. Right? <laughs> it's kind of like when you see a Super Bowl halftime show that absolutely kills it. Uh-huh. And you're like, there's nothing that can beat that. Yeah. For me, it will always be Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga's was amazing. Prince's was amazing. Yeah. U2's was amazing. I think those are those are probably my favorites. Justin Timberlake's, not so much. And it wasn't... Try again, buddy. And it wasn't even that it was bad. I think it was just because Lady Gaga really did have a great show last year that it, it was kind of one of those things of, how do you top that? Yeah, for sure. But good luck to anyone and everyone else who's going to ever play at Coachella again. Nope. No kidding. Godspeed. <laughs> Hopefully you get enough on the gram for it. You're never living that down. I can't believe you said on the gram. That was the most amazing thing I've ever heard you say. I can't believe I said that either. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, speaking of the gram, let's talk about the royal family and the new baby Ooh. and Meghan Merkel and all the things happening. I feel like every day in the news there's something about the royal family. And I love it. I do too. Um, but actually I saw something, so to tie it back to the gram. Um <laughs> There is a girl on Instagram who uh, mimics celebrities' outfits, Ooh. but she does it for plus-size women. Oh, I love that. And she posted a picture of herself next to Meghan Merkel in this gorgeous white coat um, and a white beret Aww. walking down the street. She looked fantastic. She got so much hate for it because they were like, basically like why would a fat girl try and mimic this gorgeous tiny woman and and she got fat shamed uh, for it because she's gorgeous too right it was crazy and megan i mean megan merkel had nothing to do with it it was i mean she was like what what is happening here i mean it was it was crazy but that's just oh. a little side note the tie it in megan merkel royal family instagram it all makes sense. It, it all comes together. It all comes together full circle. You just have to follow along with me, people. <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, so the uh, third baby was born yeah. this week. Still don't know the name. Still don't know the name. As of this moment, we still don't know the name. So waiting for that because it's. I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be the most popular name for the next year for or two. Sure. Which I saw an article before we walked in here, and it was um, Cara... Car- 
Curly Devine, or what is her name? Something. I know who you're talking about. Yes. I know whoever is listening to this right now is screaming at their radio because they know who it is. Um, I guess she actually guessed the names of the first two kids. Really? Yeah. She was interviewed like on the red carpet and people (laughs) asked her, you know, about the royal baby. And she guessed George. Oh, my gosh. Like right off the bat. And then she guessed Charlotte, too. Wait, Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they, they said they were like calling out to her, like, guess the third one. But I so there's been tons of photos. I've seen already a million memes for this. And I I'm going to tell you right now, everybody, I'm going to be the conspiracy theorist because I honestly believe that that baby was born like a week ago because <laughs> there is no way that you have that baby less than six hours and then you are in this gorgeous dress looking skinny and you're in your stilettos and your makeup done and your hair looks fabulous i'm sorry no no that is not real life you walk out there with your hair on top of your head looking like a troll like everybody else does yes because i'm sure that's really what the royal family wants is for kate to walk out there in some yoga pants and a you know what a t-shirt and you know what i bet people will respect her more you know i'm not gonna lie people probably actually would have cared less if she would have walked out there in a you know hoodie and and comfy pants and tennis shoes oh for sure if her if she was rocking some old navy flip-flops and a bum sweater from the 90s that's 18 sizes too big no judgment here i would have loved it I would have no been like, I'm judgment. moving to England, folks, because that is my queen. <laughs> but no, not this made up. I mean, that's just not real life. And I saw a meme today where it was a picture of her holding that beautiful newborn baby or newborn in quotation marks. <laughs> oh, you really are going conspiracy theorist. I am going conspiracy theorist and I do not care because what? that is just that makes no sense to me. That is not real life and if it is real life then what kind of medical mumbo jumbo are they doing to where she can walk out perfectly fine it's like she had a teeth cleaning (laughs) and during that teeth cleaning she just so happened to have a baby that just no big deal that makes no sense to me but i saw this meme and it was her all made up looking gorgeous holding this baby right next to a picture of Sylvester Stallone and Rocky with his face all bloodied and stuff. And it said, it said Duchess Kate having a baby versus me. And I was oh, that like, is great. And I was like, yes, that is absolutely correct. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but no, uh, you know, I think the, and my takeaway from this, cause we were talking about this a little bit the other day is that it is her third kid. So maybe there is something that to be means said. Nothing that you know after you've had two and every and everything's healthy, everything goes as planned. And also, don't you know? Don't get me wrong; she's going home to the best of care. I'm sure there's nannies, there's nurses, and it's no big deal. And granted, also, I have never given birth. I do not have children, so I haven't either. And I feel like I can still say with authority, but that 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 is not real. See, and I want to think maybe in my heart of hearts that you know, by the time you have your third, it's like. Meh. It is like maybe it is like a teeth cleaning. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my whole life. You not, know, not, not if you get an epidural, from what I've been told. Okay, but okay, let's let's go on along your third? with that. Let's go with that stream of consciousness. If she got an epidural, 
and it was just easy breezy lemon squeezy for this birth. Okay, I'll do I'll do that. Let's say she went into labor, and then within an hour there was a baby in this world. Mm-hmm. Let's okay, and she, uh, whatever. She was out there, out, out in front of that hospital, like less than six hours. No, <laughs> no, I am sorry. No, that no, and especially having a baby. I I mean, I've had relatives, friends who have had children. Yeah. Not one of them. I don't care if they had all the money in the world. I don't think a one of them would want a whole glam team fussing with your hair, throwing on makeup, trying to s- cram you into a dress. I, <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. That baby is a week old. <laughs> Maybe you're right. I mean, first of all, what... What would be the purpose of that? Because there's nothing wrong with, oh, she's in the hospital. And, oh, you know, yeah, they're there for, you know, a couple days, whatever. Because I'm trying to think of how long that whole process was when George was born. Because obviously it, it wasn't as quick as, okay, you're done. And also, I mean, with this being said, it still shocks me at how quickly even just regular commoners here in the U.S. are gone out of the hospital maybe 24, 48 hours. Right. That still is super quick to me because if I had a kid, I'd be like, can I stay here a week? But those are judgment- <laughs> double help. digit numbers. <laughs> Six hours. I can't. No, I'm sorry. But again, there, you know, she's obviously not, you know, Mm-mm. just going home. I mean, there's 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 care there. It's it's if anything, maybe, you know, she is more comfortable being in her own home everything has gone as planned yeah getting all glammed up and taking a few photos and whatever but as soon as she got home I want to imagine that the messy bun went up yoga pants went on and they were in the comfort of their own home I hope so too but I guarantee this is I'm putting money on this right here I'm putting it out there I guarantee because their big thing that they showed was that he put Kate in the car and they had the baby carrier and they and then he's like oh now I've got three times the worry ha 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 and there's pictures of him you know as soon as that door shut she looked at him and she was like we are not doing this again (laughs) you are done it only would have been believable if they would have started arguing over putting the car seat in and (laughs) see (laughs) packing the car no that's real life that I imagine that's real life that is real life but I would have loved if they just showed some photo of her just, like, taking a bite out of him. <laughs> I just had this baby, and I'm in front of all these cameras. There's been photos of her um, that have been really funny that a lot of people have shared of her, you know, in public, kind of having to take a moment with George or Charlotte when they were acting out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I know that she's got a responsibility. This is a life that she chose, whatever. But I don't know. I just, I think I'm relating it to myself too much. And I just know the level of hissy fit I would throw having to get all dolled up and all of that. I think what I would have done is taking my future sister-in-law and I would have just thrown her out there. (laughs) Go talk to them for me, please. Yeah. I would have just thrown her out there in a nice (laughs) outfit and then ran to the car in my sweatpants (laughs) and hair on top of my head. No makeup. I would have been like, ooh, look, something shiny. Boom. There you go. But I, And I think that if it was, you know, I think first kid, oh, my gosh. Like I said, I'd want to be in the hospital. Like, can, can, 
can you please give me assistance for like a week? Right. You <laughs> all come home know. with me, right? Exactly. You're going to be here 24 seven. So yeah. like when it just my you know, baby looks at me funny or makes a funny sound and I think that they're, you know, choking when really they just sneezed. I need someone here. Right. Obviously, the royal family does have that. So I wonder if, okay, everything went as planned. Everyone's healthy. Third kid. If it was just I just want to get home. I want to be in my own bed. I want to be around people that I know. Just get me home. You can say whatever you want. That baby's a week old. <laughs> I do not care. I'm. That's just I. That that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, Whitney. I know. Now, obviously, I don't know. Educated <laughs> guess. They all all of those babies have secret birthdays that are a week prior. <laughs> And nobody knows about it except for the royal family. And then all of a sudden that will get out. Here we go. I'll make this prediction. In 20 years, they'll all find out that they have different birthdays that are a week prior. (laughs) And it will be mayhem in Great Britain. Or is that just like, is that maybe a secret of the royal family that we don't know? Is that really everyone's like a week older than what they really are? I Who knows? People lie about their age all the time yeah could be a week could be a year who cares yeah never know but i i mean there but i feel like the royal family is in the news constantly ever since this whole Meghan merkel yep. prince henry thing came out or I'm prince harry gonna, yep prince, prince harry i'm yeah. not gonna lie i kind of forgot that kate was pregnant i did too <laughs> With royal wedding stuff going on and Meghan Merkel and I, sorry, Kate, I kind of forgot. Maybe that's why she came out of the hospital six hours later. She's like, I'm going to let them know I'm here. I am. I have arrived. The baby is here. Look I am I still did. princess. I, I am a princess. Call me Duchess. Call me Duchess. And then I'm going <laughs> to walk out here six hours after having a baby looking fabulous. She looked better than I do on a regular day. I know. When I'm dolled up. I know. But also, we don't have glam squads and and stylists and things like that. Maybe so. if if the pop cast gets popular, that's what we can incorporate is getting a glam squad. That's what I'm going to spend my fortune on. <laughs> a stylist and a glam squad. There we go. <laughs> also, 90% the reason that I'm just too lazy to do it myself. So, Oh, well. Have somebody be my glam squad for me. That would be fantastic. Oh, that would be amazing. That's the dream, folks. Um, but yeah, big, and, and another thing I've noticed with Meghan Merkel is it seems like, I mean, she was always gorgeous. She's mm-hmm. an actress, very popular. Was kind of doing some research on her for whatever reason. She was born and raised in the L.A. area, but she went to college at Northwestern. Yeah. And she got her degree in, uh, let's see, theater and international studies. Yeah. So I'm assuming, you know, for whatever reason. And I know Northwestern does have a good theater department. Right. And But I've noticed that she, I mean, now that she's more and more in the public eye and there's way more of a kind of, I don't want to say a target on her back, but I mean, kind of, because. She's in the spotlight. Exactly. Um, her, I mean, her outfits and her, it's kind of when, when Kate, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. When Kate Middleton came onto the scene and all of a sudden. That those outfits, that glam, just like kicked it up a little notch. I mean, they're both yep. gorgeous women, absolutely. But yeah, I I mean, I think that will be a really neat wedding. 
it's, to watch because it's kind of an unorthodox situation. Yeah. She's an actress from America. Yeah. And she was married. Yeah. And she's, yeah, she's divorced. Um, and another, I, I, I saw an interview with them and it was very funny because they said, how did you two meet? Mm-hmm. And they said it like they were any person in the whole world. They were like, oh, we were set up on a blind date. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to be like, Megan, honey, you were set up on a blind date with a prince. Like, that's not real life. No, that's Hallmark movie material. Oh, for sure. It's like Hallmark sponsored it. She is living her own real life version of a Hallmark film. But, and not to go cynical again, but I feel like that's probably a lot of pressure on her. Oh, absolutely. It has to be a lot of pressure on their relationship. But the same with Kate and William, because, I mean, she was a commoner. Yeah. They met in college. Yeah, both both Harry and William will have now married commoners after the wedding. <laughs> These common women that they're, they're marrying. I who love are also it. gorgeous. I love it. And also could, I mean... Could you imagine being set up on that date, though, and being in Megan's position? Like, I can't imagine that they weren't completely forthcoming with her and being like, listen, it's actually Prince Harry. Yeah, because if she's any respectable person, she would have been like, okay. <laughs> like, sure. Wh- exactly. And, you know, it's it's going to be interesting because I don't, I'm, we'll find out. I'm not exactly sure if this wedding is going to be super traditional or if there is going to be a more non-traditional feel to it or if it's going to be, I guess, kind of a replica of what William and Kate did. Does it have to be? I'm I'm really curious to see what it's going to be like. I think there's a lot of um, tradition that has to go into it, mm-hmm. but I also read someplace else that there's kind of different rules for them versus William and Kate. Oh, okay. So if you notice, and and I'm telling you right now, if you go and, like, Google image, just mm-hmm. photos of each couple, <laughs> you'll see, and it's crazy because I didn't, I was like, that's not right. But when you Google it and look, it's true. William and Kate are very um, professional. Like, you can tell they love each other, but they're yeah. very professional. Yeah. They don't touch. They don't show emotion. They don't mm-hmm. show affection towards each other. Whereas Megan and Harry hold hands, they kiss, they they show that affection to each other. And it's, I guess they have different rules because Harry's probably not going to ever see the crown. Maybe. I don't really know. I don't really understand how the whole royal family thing works. So. I don't either. Also, and I mean, I think that... <sighs> At least what we've seen in the public eye, it seems like William has kind of followed tradition more than what Harry has from For the sure. beginning. For I sure. think that that's they. I think William and Harry are kind of different that way. Now, will she be a duchess like Kate? Yeah, I believe so. See, I never know because it still it still throws me off too. That I mean, William is a prince. But when he married Kate, he became Duke and Duchess. Duke and Duchess. And I'm assuming that's what the same thing that will happen to Harry and Meghan. We'll find out. Because yeah. I don't think they announced their names till after the wedding, what their titles think, will be. I think so. So we'll, we'll find out. But, I mean, when you think about it, just in our lifetime, there's been a lot of change in that royal family. That's true. I mean, it's whether it is just, you know, 
marrying commoners. Even though that just sounds so terrible to say. I know. I feel but it, very... there's no other way to say it, right? I know, but I feel very bougie saying it. And I kind of love it and kind of hate it at the same time. I know. And also something with the birth of the new baby, I thought this was really interesting. Princess Charlotte is still fourth in line to the throne, even though um, she just had a baby brother. He doesn't supersede her just because he's a male, which was how back in the day Ooh, that used to be. Mic drop. Yep. They changed that rule back in 2015. Well, I would think so when you have Queen Elizabeth, who has been ruling the country for umpteen years now. Yep. So right as of right now, Charlotte is still fourth in line. New baby brother to be named later didn't move up to fourth and Charlotte go down to fifth, which is, I guess, apparently how it used to work. But so it's, not anymore. But it's so crazy to me. And again, I need a like British royalty to American translation because I have no idea. But if William didn't have any kids... It would have gone to Harry. Yeah. But now that William had kids and he was first born, all of them supersede Harry. Yeah. So maybe that's why the rules are a little bit more lax for Harry as well. Because they're like, eh, he's not getting the crown anyways. He's got like 16 people to go through. And maybe that's also why (laughs) both William and Harry are different. Because William knows that at some point he will wear the crown. And that's obviously a lot of pressure. And Harry knew that he could just kind of live his own life and do his own thing because he didn't have that kind of pressure. Right. So, there, you know, he's just done whatever he's wanted to do, kind of, I think. Yeah. Well, congratulations to the royal family on all the babies and weddings and things of that nature going on. We'll be watching this coming May. The baby's a week old. I'm just saying. I'm not giving that up. Seriously, you're, like, making it sound like it's going to go off to college tomorrow. It probably is, Allie. Probably is. They're probably the oldest one is probably already engaged to somebody else. And they're keeping it under wraps. When some other alternate universe, Prince William's like 48 years old. Right. I have my theories and I'm sticking to them. You and your theories. Yeah. Obviously, I'm the conspiracy theorist between the two of us. It's fine. We all have to have our roles that we play in life, Allie, and this is mine. This is my cross to bear in life. I speak truth. If that's what you call it. That's what I'm calling it. I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah. If that could be my own, like, motto for my life, I think it would be I said what I said. Please don't let your motto be something from Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> you know, some people choose like a nice, you know, John Lennon quote. Maybe, you know, Thoreau. No. Nope. You're I going said, with. I said what I said. You're going with Nini. Yep. Yes, mine is all you need is love and yours is. I said what I said. <laughs> and th- and, and that is us. That is us in a nutshell. And it is said with a straight face. That baby is a week old. I said what I said. On the next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, gosh. So. Thanks for hanging in there, two people listening. (laughs) Thank you, mom and mom. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So some very sad local news. Bergner's is closing. Another one bites the dust. This coming after Toys R Us announced that they're closing about a month or so ago. Yeah. This is sad. Bergner's or liquidation sale started last Friday. Actually stopped in this past Saturday. 
right now uh, Bergner's has their items between like 10 and 30%. I'm sure as time goes on, it's going to go, the percentage off will go higher and higher. They're expected to be open, according to the News Gazette, for about another 10 to 12 weeks. Well, I know that Toys R Us, their sale is like 5%. There's like nothing on sale yet, which is really surprising to me. I wonder, do you think that Toys R Us doing that, that they're still holding on hope that something may happen? Either that or it might be something where maybe a lot of their merchandise will be purchased and Taken like somewhere else. Yeah, like redistributed someplace else. I don't know. Because I think especially with Toys R Us, like the Bergners, you know, it's it's such a bummer. You know, fine. If it's, you know, business bad business decisions and things like that that have been made over the years. But really, how how badly can you mess up selling toys? Yeah. I, you know, I'm really hoping that with what's going on with Toys R Us is maybe a sign that there's still, like, negotiations or possibilities of another company coming in. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Toys R Us was one that I would go into um, to buy, like, baby shower gifts or presents for niece and nephews. Bergner's I'm not too super sad about just because I don't like, I don't like going into stores and I don't like shopping and I don't like trying on things. I'd rather buy it online, realize that it doesn't fit, and send it back. See, and I'm sad about Bergner's. Bergner's was my very first job oh. in high school. I worked at Bergner's throughout high school <clears throat> and college. It's a bit of nostalgia So there. I have, like, definitely, definitely have, you know, there's a little bit of heartbreak there. It was my first job, and it it's sad. Granted, I still have nightmares about cleaning out the fitting rooms during homecoming and prom. Oh, that sounds I, terrible. I worked in the juniors department. It was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. It was really nice because I I think honestly when I worked at Bergner's, I think every homecoming and prom dress came from Bergner's. Not so really. Not only did I get my employee discount, which was like a beautiful at the time 25%. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um but yeah, I just went on break, tried on a couple dresses. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, and this is where you and I have discussed this before, mm-hmm. and we'll discuss it again. I don't like going to stores and trying on clothes. See, and I do. Because, conspiracy theory number two, all of the stores dressing rooms, don't you look at me like that, all the stores dressing rooms have some, some type of juju in them where I will put it on and I'm like, wow, I look fantastic. And then I buy it, I get it home. And I'm like, how did I look like, how do I look like a troll doll now? Like, how did this happen? How did this escalate so quickly within 20 minutes of being at the store and going home? No, I mean, I think that that, that does happen. Whether it's... It's trick mirrors. It's the it's mirrors or whether it's just... You're mirrors. not going by, because of the mirrors, maybe you're not exactly going by what it looks like, but more what it feels like. And then when you do get home and you really do get a, a better look at it, it's like, oh, what did I... What did I buy? No, I feel like I will be in the mirror and I'm like, okay, this looks really good. I, I feel very confident about myself. And I go home and I try it on and I'm like, what happened? How did this all of a sudden, how did this escalate so quickly that it just doesn't fit? It looks weird. Why? Like, how did I go from one end of the spectrum of it looked great to one end, the other end of the spectrum where it looks terrible? Is it bad that sometimes that happens and I still don't return it? Like, well, whatever, I'm going to wear it. No. <laughs> Maybe that explains me of some of my horrible fashion choices. To each his own. It's like, I, I'd i rather just wear it than 
then take it back and return it. I'd rather, see, I'd rather go online and shop. I am that person. That is the millennial in me that I'd rather sit on my couch, binge watching Real Housewives, picking out a new outfit versus having to leave the comfort of my couch and put on clothes that aren't yoga pants <laughs> to be seen by society and try on stuff just no that all all of that every single bit of that sounds terrible and i think it's maybe more the gen x in me of i just want to go i want to get it done if i need uh, you know a new black pair of work pants i just want to go get it done all right i got my pants or if i want a new white button-up shirt okay we're gonna go got it taken care of we're done i i don't think i've ever bought like a dress or or a shirt or any kind of clothing online that wasn't something that I couldn't just take back to a store that wasn't a Target that wasn't a Kohl's that wasn't a Macy's because I oh that just sounds like such a pain to order something like on an Amazon and to be like well I just bought a dress from Amazon and this is awful I will say I've only bought when it comes to clothing I've only bought one thing off of Amazon just because you see all those BuzzFeed articles that are like <laughs> I went to buy this dress and it's actually for an American Girl doll yeah. type of scenario. So I've only bought one thing that was clothing and it was a jacket and it actually fit perfectly. Mm. But I will buy stuff like Old Navy, Target, all that stuff. Yeah. I will buy online and get it sent to my house. Or Target, I'll be super lazy. And this is an embarrassing fun fact about me. I will do the online pickup in store mm -hmm. and then i go right to the counter nothing wrong with that i mean that's god bless target for that that's i mean that's a setup for groceries now too oh yeah at a lot of places you can just go online and do that and have all your groceries and everything ready i mean well, I, I i totally get that that's the other thing is getting groceries i don't understand when people are like i love going grocery shopping it's so relaxing that absolutely not no i feel like i am in a game of like supermarket wars but nobody else is aware of it and my job is to cut you off with my cart and get to that banana <laughs> or head of cabbage faster than you it's i it, i i agree i just want to get in and get out yeah and I'm, I'm like one of those people that, especially with a grocery store, like, because I pretty much typically get the same thing and I, I go to places where I know where everything is, I have like my whole system. Like, okay, we're hitting this aisle first, then this, 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 like, okay, I'm done. Like, over with. And I think when it comes to shopping, even for clothes, I, first of all, I don't mind walking around the mall, going to stores. I, I kind of enjoy it. I don't, I'm one of those people that I, I actually like it more when I really don't have a purpose it's like eh, i just kind of maybe want to get a workout i don't like when i have to try to find something specific that can stress me out but with shopping it's i cannot stand having something sitting in my apartment that needs to be returned it's mm. like it's just sitting there in the closet or on the floor just staring at me <laughs> that was so dark and waiting ominous. to go back but that's a, it is <laughs> is i cannot stand that like have you know the piece of clothing doesn't mind sitting there it's fine oh but it just annoys me this is probably like my ocd where it's like everything has to have a place and there's a place for everything if i have a stupid target bag sitting in my closet 
that's not supposed to be there. Well, then how do you feel when you go into those stores like TJ Maxx or like a consignment shop where it's like a hodgepodge of stuff? Does that like drive you crazy? No, I mean, it's, you know, it's by size, whatever. I can, I can, I can deal you with can that. You can deal with that. Yeah, that's I can, fine. I can deal with that. And I feel bad because I'm one of those annoying people that will like go into a fitting room because again, I, I just want to try it on and be like, okay, we're done. We're good. Let's go. I probably bring way too many things in but also because i worked at Berkner's and worked in retail i put everything back i i i definitely <laughs> do that too sometimes and there's certain stores where they have people right there and they don't want people to do that right but like you know going to a kohl's or a macy's like i, I know where it's at i'll put it back but I, I always feel like on the rare occasion where i do go into a store go to the dressing room like even just talking about it just made me exhausted <laughs> But when I actually do that, the I I for some reason always want to put it away myself, even if oh, there's somebody yeah. there and that is strictly their job. Yeah. And in a weird way, I always feel like I'm like sneaking merchandise past them, <laughs> and it's literally to help them. And I don't know I don't know why I feel that way. I always feel super guilty giving them the stuff. I, Midwestern guilt, I guess. That could be it. Yeah. That could be it. And for me, it's, you know, kind of going back and talking about, like, working at Bergner's and homecoming and prom and still having nightmares about just rolling racks of clothes. Yeah, that makes me thankful I worked in pharmacy. I can't handle that. I didn't have to deal with homecoming or prom or any of that stuff. Oh, cleaning out the fitting rooms and messes and just, oh, oh. But either way, and maybe a part of my whole shopping habits, too, does come from working in retail for a number of years. Probably. And just being like, okay. You know, because I pretty much know, like, the stores or brands that fit me and, you know, in what ways and things I just shouldn't even try or material I shouldn't even try. Like, you know, I typically don't branch out. So it's not like I ever get that crazy anyhow. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you're, I mean, making sure the dressing room looks clean is kind of like the guys who all worked as, like, baggers or something at grocery stores. Yes are like don't be that person that just throws your cart and like out in the parking lot put it back in the yes cart corral oh my gosh yes i even have like my whole system of how i like unload my cart well i've even seen guys on dating apps who have put that for their profile <laughs> like i love to hunt and fish and drink craft beer and if you are that person that throws your cart in the middle of the parking lot swipe left I don't want any part of that. <laughs> that is amazing. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I need to. I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay. I need to find that. I need to find the person that can handle all of my weird OCD-ness. need to find my Danny Tanner. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Because that's what my family would call me. I love it. Because <laughs> I was always picking up. I was always straightening. Oh. I mean, you. Do, I do that now. This makes it? so much sense. Oh. So much sense. If you saw her desk, you would get completely <laughs> like I'm neat, and my my sitting area is neat. But sometimes I've got papers askew or whatever. That's never Allie's desk. That's not what happens. Can't and I feel it. like I just got a huge glimpse or insight into Allie's life. Oh, that's a scary thought. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said what I said. All you need is love. <laughs> Thank you, Mom and Mom, for listening. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, boy. Oh, God. Well, we do appreciate all of you that listen in to the podcast where you get all your information on pop culture, makeup, woo, shopping habits, apparently, and the royal family conspiracies. Oh, also, not a conspiracy. Tell people about the People's Choice. Yes. yes. So People's Choice is going on right now until May 21st, where you can go online uh, to newsgazette.com, click on the People's Choice logo, and you can cast your vote for your favorites in over 150 categories. Everything from restaurants to bar scenes to law office to, you know, best park for a dog and every little thing in between. Um, We have had a great response people are excited about this uh i'm super pumped it's been fun working on this and talking to people in the community um and also you can see my face on snapchat every wednesday because i am doing whitney's wednesday takeovers where i go into businesses and see why they deserve your votes so you can check that out at news hyphen gazette um on snapchat um, that's been a lot of fun too, and I'm super excited because this is this is right now being recorded on Tuesday. So tomorrow I get to go out and do another Wednesday takeover, and I'm excited about it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yay! Well, go let your voice be heard. Let us know some of your favorite local businesses at wdws.com, whms.com, and also 1079wkio.com. Go vote for News Gazette Media presents the people's choice go do that right now go vote i said what i said (laughs) all you need is love just going to keep repeating that yep whatever my phrase is cooler (laughs) all right thank you everyone so much and tune in next time to the podcast yay we will talk to you guys next week thank you so much for tuning in i'm Allie. i'm whitney we'll talk to you later bye